Hi, everybody. Hello. Look who I have joining me today. <laughs> Look who decided to, to join the broadcast after the whole week of me saying, please come, please come. <laughs> so, um, listen, you guys, while we're waiting for people to jump on, we just want to encourage you guys to make sure you share the broadcast. And I still haven't even got a notification there yet. Huh? Oh. So, hallelujah. Welcome, you guys. Welcome this morning. Amen. Uh, excited to be with you guys this Friday morning. Can you believe we're already on Friday? Friday. The it's week Friday. is going so quick. It is. It's going it's really Friday. fast. It's Friday. So, you guys, make sure that you share the broadcast. Hello, Marianne. Hi, Mokahana. God bless you, my sister. Hallelujah. We love you guys. Um, uh, listen, you guys, if you're just joining the broadcast. Is that Jeanette on there, too? Um, hi, Jeanette. Love you, my sister. I love you, Jeanette. I got to tell you that you are such a phenomenal teacher. I'm not even kidding. I love it. And I love how you break everything down piece by piece. Like that is a gift from the Lord and you have it all day long. That's I'm telling you, beautiful. there was such a presence of Jesus. Every time. Every from that time. video you were doing last night, I was just like, wow, wow. Uh, every time I jump on, it's just like, I don't know, like waves of peace or something. It's just, it's just. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So if you guys, um, if you guys don't know Jeanette, she does Bible studies um, every Thursday. So you need to jump on to her Bible studies Thursday at six, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeanette. So David, my brother. Hey, David. God bless you. And TK, how? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We're glad to be back, Mokahana. We love you guys. We've missed being with you guys. As you guys know, we were gone for most of the month of um, January and the first week of February. And, of course, we had a phenomenal time. But, listen, we are ready to get back to work. Amen. To do the work of the Lord here on the island. 630. All right. So to, to do the work of the Lord here on the island and, um, you know, we have several things that the Lord has um, put on our hearts. Believe it to Sorry. Sage being on the broadcast, making all the racket. And <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying so to <clears throat> listen, you guys, one of the things that the Lord put on um, our heart was to do a teaching on finances and so today we're going to be talking about financial stewardship if you've missed hello pastor daniel in punjab god bless you my brother hi victor um if you're just joining you guys please be sure and share the broadcast today we're going to be talking about financial stewardship um if you've missed uh this week's videos go back and watch them we talked about tithes we talked about what they are. We talked about offering. Um, and then we just talked about prosperity in general. So make sure that you go back and watch those videos. Please be sure to share this video. Amen. And um, as I said, we're going to be talking about stewardship. Um, you know, the finances are important. And a lot of times... Hello, this, Mokahana. This teaching is being um, skipped over on you know in in the church we're not teaching about this enough so i felt like i said like the lord placed on my heart to do a teaching on finances good morning heather love you um so here we are doing the teaching on finances and i believe that people are 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 getting free amen and people are being <laughs> enlightened through the word hallelujah Hallelujah. All right. So let's jump right into it. Sage, do you want to open us in prayer? Absolutely. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thank you for your presence and authority, your oh, dominion gosh, and your anointing. Oh, yes, Father, Lord. I thank you every person that gets on this video, either the live or the, the replay. Yes. Father, you touch them. You equip them. Yes. Father, 
Father, that they will rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost in the word of God. They will not retreat. Come they on. will Amen. run forward in victory in every area of life, Amen. specifically financially, specifically the anointing. Yeah. They are going to tread under the devils under their feet. They are rising up. Hallelujah. The devil is under your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the greatest time and greatest hour to be alive in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I speak breakthrough over each and every person in Jesus' yes, name. Lord. Thank for you, the Father. eyes of the Lord are upon you. Father, I thank you for enlightening our understanding according to your word and taking us into higher levels in you. Yes, Father, amen. I thank you that we are going to enter into the riches of your glory in our inheritance in you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I just, and you know what? I just want to encourage you guys. We just, uh, I know that the Lord, uh, I want to, I want to pray over pastor. You're, you're shaking everything for him. I'm about to kick you off the broadcast. Oh. <laughs> and we're actually, the, the, these recordings are being put on podcasts. So apologize to um, those who listen on podcasts because a lot of times we got a, a bunch of shenanigans going on during our broadcast. So <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, my apologies to you. Um, we'll get, we promise we're going to get it cleaned up. But um, listen, you guys, I, I want to pray over Pastor Lance. We know that yes. the Lord has been hearing our prayers. Amen. We know that he's been doing mighty work. So really, we're just coming into agreement in, in all these prayers. Come on. We, we, we continue to speak faith. We continue to speak in accordance to the word. Amen. Come so, on. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank continue you, to lift up Pastor Lance, Lord, and we continue to live up, uh, lift up Pastor Pam, Father, and, yes. and the whole family, God. And I thank you, Lord, for, Lord, just uh, uh, just an awesome testimony coming out of this, Father. I thank you, Lord, that even now, Lord, that you are touching his body, Father, that you are healing him even now, Father. Yes. We thank you, yes. Lord, yes. that, Father, the 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 bleeding in the brain, all these things that were going on, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they already stopped. We thank you you're already doing miracles, Father, and we just thank you in advance, God, for the complete and total healing, Father, because yes, that is Jesus. our inheritance. Hallelujah. That is our heritage. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you and we glorify you. We thank you according to Romans you, 8, Jesus. 11, the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives and dwells in Pastor Lance and quickens his yes. mortal body. Now, Lord, in Jesus' name, we that thank you for that, Father. That in Jesus' mighty name. That resurrection power, Amen. Father. Resurrecting power, Father according to the Holy Ghost that rests on the inside of him yeah. and according to what is written Father we thank you that as what is written we speak therefore we believe therefore yeah. we speak so Father we declare and decree according to your word in Job 23 28 Father we declare right. he shall rise up and be a great testimony unto the great miracles of the Lord right. we declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus. Every weapon that has been tried to form against uh, Pastor Lance, against Pastor Pam, yes, against Hope right. Diamond Ministries, yes, yes. falls to nothing right yeah. now Amen. in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we lift the praises up to you right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And, um, and we just want to let you guys know that we are actually going to be ministering um, at Hope Diamond Ministries this Sunday. So um, if you are in the area, please make sure that you get out there. Make sure that you come. Uh, service starts at 945. Good morning, Jeff. God bless you, my Hallelujah. brother. Hallelujah. Um, and so we're going to be out there. Listen, bring your family, bring your friends. If you know anybody who's sick or dealing with any issues in their body, bring them. Amen. And the Lord will touch them. Hallelujah. And heal Hallelujah. them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So make sure that you join us, Hope Diamond Ministries, and we will... Don't, don't you start. I'm, sir. Huh. Don't you start. Hallelujah. So make sure that you guys join us, okay? Hallelujah. Um, so let's jump into it. Come on. Uh, I'm going to pray. Can I pray really quick for India? Yeah. Pastor Punja, uh, or Pastor... Uh, Daniel asked to pray for Punja. So, Father, we lift up and pray for India, Punjaba, Father, in Jesus' Punjab. name. 
Punjab, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for your mighty outflowing presence over them, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Everything that's going on, that you are the King of all kings and Lord of all lords, and you still, Father, you still, all the demonic forces right now in Jesus' name that are coming against the church. For you have called upon them. And you, Father, as we have called upon you and we have prayed, I thank you that you will answer you, each Hallelujah. and every thank prayer. You, because, you, Father. Father, you are a good God. You are a good king. You are merciful and kind. And you hear your children. And I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So let's jump into it. Um, again, you guys make sure that you share the broadcast. Let's talk about stewardship. So stewardship in the kingdom, amen, is important. And a lot of times, you know, people struggle because they're not good stewards of what the Lord has given them. Amen. You know, they're not good stewards. I mean, obviously we're talking specifically about finances, and we got to be good stewards of the finances. God expects us to be good stewards of the finances because the finances are not ours. They don't belong to us. They belong to the Lord. Amen. So, um, you know, at, let's talk about what stewardship is. Good morning, Pastor Leonard. God bless you in Monta Vista, Colorado. So the, the definition of stewardship, you guys, is conducting, supervising, or managing something. Okay. It's... Um, to be careful and respond and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. Hi, Cassandra. Hey, Lena. Long time no see, my sister. Bless you. Love you guys. Your grandbaby is beautiful. She's so cute. Um, so listen, you guys, it's it's a, a responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. So the finances are entrusted to us by the Lord. Again, they are not ours. Amen. They belong to Jesus. It all belongs to them, to Jesus. God has given us an entrustment and it's not only in our finances, it's in all things. So we actually don't own anything, but rather we are stewards of Hallelujah. everything that we have. That's right. Everything we have is not actually yours. Okay. I don't care if you think you own it you don't own it. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the Lord as believers. All that we have belongs to the Lord. He's entrusted us with these things. Amen. That's right. It's the Lord's. So all your money belongs to, um, the Lord. <laughs> she, no, you were going to say something else. I was. <laughs> Are you recovering? Oh, sis. Well, speedy recovery. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for the speedy recovery over Lena, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so everything we own is the Lord's. Amen. Um, you know, Romans eleven thirty-six that says, uh, from him. And through him and to him Hallelujah. are all things. So everything comes from him. It's all his anyways. Everything we have comes to him from him. Amen. Even Deuteronomy uh, chapter 18 says, It's the Lord that gives us the ability to create wealth. Amen. Right. So it's not us. It's not by our own strength. It's not by our own ability. It's from the Lord. So everything is from him. Everything is is to is through him and everything is to him. It's all for Jesus. Amen. And everything we have, we talked about money being a tool used to further the kingdom. Right. And so it's the same thing across the board with That's everything right. that you own. Everything that you own is only to be used as a tool to further the kingdom. Amen. Come on. And we recognize that. You know, where the area where we live, um, we don't get a whole lot of visitors because we kind of tucked away in the jungle a little bit. But, <laughs> but you know, when we lived in Colorado, I mean, people were constantly coming over and we allowed people to stay if they needed to stay. We, you know, people who were struggling with addiction, we allowed them to come in and help them process through maybe they were detoxing or whatever. You know, we, we worked with people who were having marital issues. We allowed them to stay because we recognized, hi Rodney, we recognized that our home was only a tool 
used to minister to people. We had kids constantly coming in, we are, you know, eating our food and <laughs> sleeping right. on our couches, you know, because everything we have is only a tool to minister to those around us and to further the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. So everything belongs to the Lord. Amen. So when we recognize that everything is God's, we start to to not only care for it better. Hi, Candy. Love you, my sister. We 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 start to take care of it when we recognize that it's the Hallelujah. Lord's, that it doesn't belong to us. That's we right. take better care of the things that we have. Amen. Are you nervous this morning, friend? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So um, let's, I, I want to read uh, a Bible verse to you guys. And let's let's get into some scripture, okay? So let's go to Matthew 25. Matthew 25. And if somebody wants to punch it in the comments there, um, that would be amazing just so everybody else can see it. So Matthew 25, and we're going to start in verse 14. Um, I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. And so the header of this actually says a parable about financial stewardship. Amen. <clears throat> so... Again, we're teaching, we're teaching, we're, I mean, we're doing a little bit of preaching, but we're teaching on this. Amen. So uh, uh, it's a parable about financial stewardship. So I'll, let's go ahead and start. Amen. It says again, heaven's kingdom realm is like a wealthy man who went along on a journey and summoned all his trusted servants and assigned his financial management over Hallelujah. to them. Before he left on his journey, he entrusted a bag of 5,000 gold coins to one of his servants and to another, ba uh, to another a, a bag of 2,000 gold coins and to the third, a bag of 1,000 gold coins according to his ability to manage. Amen. So follow along with me. The one tr entrusted with 5,000 coins immediately went out and traded with the money and he doubled his investment amen so he multiplied the investment he doubled what what was given to him by the master to begin with so the second person in the same way uh, the one who was entrusted with 2000 coins traded with the sum and likewise doubled his investment but the one who had been entrusted with 1000 coins dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money thank you rodney after much time had passed, the master returned to settle the accounts with the servants. The one who was entrusted with 5,000 coins came and brought 10,000 saying, See, I have doubled your money. Commending his servant, the master replied, You have done well and proven yourself to be my loyal, trustworthy servant. See, so when the master was leaving, he, he left an entrustment to three servants. And each servant went out and said, okay, I'm going to go double this because they knew the master. Amen. So now they're coming and they're reporting back to the master what they have done with what he's entrusted to them. Come on. Amen. Because you have been a faithful steward. Everybody say that steward. Steward. To manage, not steward. It's not a man steward. Stu it's steward with stu a D. Steward. <laughs> steward. Steward. To manage a, a small sum. Now I will put you in charge of much, much more. You will experience the delight of your master who will say to you, come and celebrate with me. See, because he was found faithful, because he was faithful in being a good steward of what the master has, had given him, the master said, here, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to add to what I gave you because you showed yourself faithful. You were a good steward. Amen. Verse 22. Then the one who had been entrusted with 2,000 gold coins came in and said, see, my master, I have doubled what you have entrusted to me. Commending his servant, the master, this is the second servant, right? The master replied, you have done well and proven yourself to be my loyal, trustworthy servant. Because you were faithful to manage a small sum, now I will put you in charge of much, much more. You will experience wow. the delight of your master who will say to you, come celebrate with me. See, the first two servants were rewarded amen with by the master because they were shown to be faithful and good stewards of what the master had left them when when he left left them with when he left the house amen with the entrustment they were given okay so That's now good. let's let's look at the third one amen follow with me this is verse 24 
Then the one who had been entrusted with 1,000 gold coins came to his master and said, Look, sir, I know that you are a hard man to please, and you're a shrewd and ruthless businessman who grows rich on the backs of others. I was afraid of you, so I went and hid your money and buried it in the ground. But here it is. Take it. It's yours. Angered by what he heard, the master said to him, You are untrustworthy and lazy servant. If you knew I was a shrewd and ruthless businessman who always makes a profit, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? Then I would have received it all back with interest when I returned. But because you are unfaithful, I will take the 1,000 gold coins and give them to the one who had 10. For the one who has been given more, been given, I will give more until he overflows with abundance. And the one who hardly had anything, even what little he has will be taken from him. Wow. Okay. So let's break down everything that we just read. We saw there was three servants. Amen. Follow with me. We're going somewhere. I, I, I promise. I'm We're go going somewhere. I'm, I'm following. Follow with me on this journey. Amen. I'm following. <laughs> okay. So now that we read that, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you guys, do you see yourself as a steward or as an owner? Because see, when you see yourself as a steward, a steward lives for the day that he will he, that his master will return he lives he lives for the day of his master's return and because of that he takes good good care of what the master entrusted it uh, entrusted to him amen so a steward waits for the day of his master's return come on and because of that he takes good care of what's been entrusted to him come on but somebody who's an owner believes his possessions are his to spend any way that he sees fit. He's Ooh. reckless with his possessions. He he does whatever he wants with them. He recognize he he will he doesn't recognize that they belong to somebody else. So we are stewards. We're not owners. We're not. We don't get to spend our money however we want because the finances are holy we're stewards of them they belong to the lord amen and we're going to talk about you know how we spend our finances here uh toward you know in a, in a little bit so we are stewards and we're not owners amen because the owner spends his possessions any way he sees fit um uh, say i want you guys to say this with me say all 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 i have <coughs> your material goods your abilities, your finances, and even your very life belong to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We are merely holding them for the day of his return. And see, this is what the two first two stewards recognized. They recognized that they were only holding and, be, and taking care of what the master had entrusted to him. But the third, the third steward, Sage Sir, mm -hmm. didn't recognize that. He saw himself as an owner he had a different mentality he wasn't faithful with what was entrusted to him and his perception of the master was wrong that's right it was a wrong perception he, he was saw completely him, wrong he saw him as shrewd he saw him as harsh and unrelenting and because of that the servant the third servant's fear of the master caused him to make unwise choices and he was counted as unf an unfaithful steward of his master's money. It was his fear of the master that caused him to make uh, unwise choices with what was entrusted to him. Instead of uh, multiplying what he was giving, he buried it out of fear of his master. Yeah. His perception of his master was wrong. And we can actually go so deep with that because... It, that that goes to show he didn't have relationship with his master like the other ones did. That's good. They didn't. That's he, really he didn't. Good. He didn't understand who his master was. He didn't recognize and that. I mean, this could we we're going to focus on the finances, but this even ties in with the parable of the ten virgins, knowing him, keeping yourself ready, having intimate relationship That's with good. him. Amen. And because so, he didn't have that intimate relationship, he didn't. So therefore, he took what his was perception given to was him. wrong. Well, yeah, but he took. His perception of him was wrong, so he took what he had and he buried it, right? Yes. So it's just like with people in the church who, who many of us, you know, or pews, you know, many people out there just sit in the pews. Pew they come, They come on a Sunday and, right. you know, you right. won't see them until next Sunday. Right. And, you know, they live like hell all week long and then they come and they don't ever get involved. 
what they don't ever get involved with anything they don't ever partner with anything going on inside the church fruits. see that's exactly what this person is that's right because there's no intimate relationship there so they're burying yeah <laughs> their talents that's exactly it. They're burying the ability that God has given them to multiply within the body. That is exactly it. So listen, it, you know. And that's good. Yeah, it, it all ties together. It's all, you know, it, this all ties together with stewardship. Amen. And the core of the finances, the core of prosperity is intimate relationship. Intimate is relationship. covenant with Jesus. This is where you prosper. When you're in covenant with the Lord. Amen. Come he on. doesn't, he can't prosper you if, if you're not in cover covenant with him amen uh, because you're not going to know about these principles and you're not even going to have access to the, to them if you don't have relationship with him so you know the 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 perception of the third servant was a skewed perception because he didn't understand his master as the first two he didn't know him intimately as the first two and because of that he was not a good steward of what was entrusted to him amen that's right and when the master returned it's like the coming of the lord come on the coming of the day of the lord that's it we've right all there. been given an entrustment we know jesus is coming and i'm telling you good morning, each fritz. and every good morning fritz each and every one of us when he comes back we are going to be accountable uh, for what was entrusted to us amen he's gonna he's gonna take an account of what's been entrusted to us and we better have multiplied it amen we better be bearing fruit amen otherwise we'll be counted as this wicked servant who was in fear who um you know who buried his talent amen that's right heather who you know who was seen as a wicked servant who was seen as a bad steward who was seen as lazy because he didn't work what was entrusted to him Come he on. didn't he didn't he wasn't uh maybe he sat around you know if you're not multiplying you're sitting around you're just what you said you're a pew warmer you're not yeah. doing anything with with your salvation with your finances See, with what the lord has given you amen that's why he says here that i wish that you would have given it back or invested it into wherever you were at. That way I would have gotten back. With interest. With interest. That's right. So he's, what is he saying? I wish you would have just gotten involved in your local church. And invested your talent in that place. To receive some interest off of what I've what I've given you. you right. Because I mean that, that even goes for people who are sitting in the church who are non-tithers. He's like look if you would have tithed Ooh, at least. You would on. have been sowing into the kingdom. Man. And it would have produced. <clears throat> Nothing. It, it, that would have came back with interest. Because even though you weren't doing anything if you're at least tithing if you're at least giving your offerings like you're sowing it into the kingdom and at least the church can go out and go and feed the poor go you're you're at least building interest in that way come on you're investing you're investing in the kingdom my goodness amen my sister i love you candy you are different this is a new year amen and i'm asking that for all of you this is a, or i'm asking that i'm speaking that over all of you amen that this is a new year that 2021 is going to be your best year yet amen hallelujah yes pastor leonard you may ask for prayer hallelujah hallelujah so father in the mighty name of jesus Jesus, I just lift up Hallelujah. Pastor Leonard Thank right you, now. Father, he's Lord. asking for breakthrough in a few areas. So, Father, oh, you know exactly the area that he's speaking of. So, Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We release the anointing Amen. of breakthrough yes. over him yes. in those areas right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That Monta Vista, Colorado will be shaken Amen. by the power. Amen. of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And Amen. I thank you for those things coming forth in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. over him. Hallelujah. Hey, Dana, I was just thinking, you know what? That just clicked in my spirit when you said that. That, you know what? Our investment mm -hmm. financially into the house of God, when we're obedient to even tithe or or give offerings we're investing into the kingdom amen heather and, that's why we're doing that sis sorry Go ahead. and therefore we're reaping a reward in return of the king that's facts Come that's on. facts and listen your stewardship actually determines your reward wow your, that's your good. stewardship of what you have determines what kind of reward that you will receive when the lord when the the master right when the lord returns he's either going to say to you enter into enter into 
into the uh, to the joy of the Lord. Come enter into the joy of the Lord. Come enter into celebration in the version that I read of your master. Or he's going to say, "Be cast out into outer darkness, where there are where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth." And that's so, what he told the steward. That's what he told him. So your your stewardship determines the reward that you get. You're either going to get thrown out into outer darkness with the weeping and gnashing of teeth, or you're going to enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's up to you. You get to decide what kind of reward you're going to get. Amen. Uh, by how by and it's determined by how you steward what is given to you amen partnering with the voice and obedience to what the lord is telling you right. through his word but fulfilling and tithes and correct. offerings but and fulfilling the the covenant commandments with the tithes with the offerings amen. with all these things that we've gone over in malachi chapter 3 amen you know i'm i'm remembering uh uh something that ted shuttlesworth said one time he said the lord asked him he was praying for increase and, amen and god told him he said uh, which is greater, uh, financial uh, finances or souls? Cool. And and the Lord spoke that to Ted Shuttlesworth a couple of times. I guess three different times, right? And and Ted Shuttlesworth told him, Lord, souls, of course, souls are are the commodity of heaven. Souls are greater than finances. And then the Lord told him, He said, if you can't be, uh, if if you can't. If you, if you can't master the smaller, how will you ever gain the greater? Right. And then the Bible actually says that. It Meaning says, the smaller finance. Yeah, it says, it, the Bible says that. It says if, if you are basically, if you don't know how to, I'm paraphrasing, don't know how to handle unrighteous mammon, how will you be entrusted with the greater riches or Come the on. true riches? We actually touched on that a little bit yesterday. That's good. The true riches, amen, of souls. Heaven. Right. Come on, souls. Think about that. If you master you, the, the money is the least thing in the kingdom. Right. Come on, but it's, it's an it's important the tool. It's an important tool to do what? Further the gospel. Right. Further the kingdom. Right. Right. Hallelujah. So you My know your goodness. stewardship Ooh. determines what kind of reward that you're going to receive from the Lord, according to you know the scripture here in Matthew 25 verse 29. You know you're either going to enter into the joy of the Lord, or you're going to be cast out in outer darkness, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. So yeah. do you, and you never so, notice. So you're so so. Can I just say this? Just maybe maybe I don't know. Hopefully. So your lack of stewardship and your lack of aligning See, yourself with the principles of God of tithing and offering will end you up, what this story is saying, of God casting you out. If you're not a good steward. If you're not a good steward. I mean, that, I mean, this is powerful. Wow. This is That's things that intense. we overlook. Amen. That's intense. It is. It is. And that's why because we want, how? we need to teach on this My because God. people don't know this. They don't know. And how, do you ever notice like, how will you ever be entrusted with true riches? That's right. If you can't even handle the riches of this earth. That's right. And it, and it, and it's amazing wow. how many people do, you know, and even people who love Jesus in the church, but they're mishandling the finances, you know, and they don't have an understanding of what it means to be a good steward. And, you know, according to what we're reading, mm, you know, there's, the there's, there's a, there is a, a price, good and bad. That uh, to pay, or I should say, a reward, good and bad, dependent on how you steward what you're given. You know, it's important that when we see that all throughout the word with the finances. Look at Ananias and Sapphira; they sold a piece of land. Acts the money—that's right. The money that they had was theirs to keep if they wanted to, but because they mishandled the finances, because they they, they lied. lied you know, they, they ended up perishing, you know, so there's, there's consequences. There's a cause and effect with the finances. The finances, finances are, are precious and they're holy. And the Lord uses finances as a tool to locate the heart and to locate where each individual's heart is at. You know, in Matthew, I quoted this scripture in an earlier broadcast. It says, where your heart is there, your treasure will be also. So, you know, he uses the finances to locate the heart, to see where your your heart really is to see where the treasure of your heart really is amen and so you know the finances are huge whether it's in the world system 
or in the heavenly system. Well, even look at Judas. He he was the treasure. He kept the mm -hmm. money, and because his heart was wicked, look at he ended up selling out Jesus for money. Amen. Wow, come so on. you know, so money is a huge thing that we're not addressing enough. So this is why we wanted to, you know, I felt of the Lord to do teachings on this. Amen. Because this is something I've been studying out for myself because I want to make sure that I'm a good steward. I want to make sure that I have a firm grasp on what the word of God says concerning the finances so I can prosper, so I can fund the end time harvest. Amen. And so that we have the wisdom and understanding to as teach. people sow into us, they'll, they're able to reap of those same rewards. Amen. 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 So, hey man, I want to sow into you right come now. Come on, so, <laughs> Amen. Throw, 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 throw your doll. My, my, my daughter calls them calls dollars. She calls them doll hairs. So, throw your doll hairs at me. Go ahead. So listen, you know, and, and the funny thing is, even with prosperity, you know, we think about prosperity. Prosperity has a look, and it's not, and it's not um, even necessarily having expensive things or or the nice expensive things. You know, it's just taking care of what you do have. Taking care of what Come you on. do have and being a good steward of what you do have. Amen. Mm. You know, even how people dress. Listen, they may have, you know, all their stuff may be Walmart and Ross clothes. They don't have to have expensive clothes. But if they take care of them, they look expensive. Amen. So it's just taking care of what you do have. Amen. That's good. And being a good steward of what you do have. I mean, think about this. You know, the opposite is true for, you know, for poverty. You can see when people are operating in poverty because, man, they could have nice things. They may have been given really nice things. Maybe a nice, a good, nice set of, of apple, uh, you know, um, or of, of beats. You know, those are expensive headphones, those beats. And maybe they just tear them up. They start drawing on them and, and, and they're, you know, all beat up and whatever looking. And they don't look nice anymore because they don't take care of their stuff. Even though they were expensive, they look cheap and they look broken or whatever because maybe they're not taking care of them. It's the same thing. You see people who run around with, you know, uh, uh, um, tarps over their windows and they just leave them like that and drive around with a tarp covering their window because the window was bashed out you know i mean so poverty has a there's a has a look you know if people aren't taking care of their stuff if they're not doing what they need to do to take care of their stuff you know their stuff looks busted and it looks broke and it looks like poverty poverty has a look it looks like poverty but there's on the other hand there's some somebody who maybe not have you know all the expensive stuff and maybe they're not like in super abundance in their finances but if they're taking care of what they have come the on. lord will prosper them and more come on that's right they may not have much at the moment but if they take care of what they have though it may not be expensive that because they're showing themselves a good steward the lord will continue to increase so let me say this so if you've had your window busted out and you yeah, don't feel bad. Listen, and you've run around with some plastic over your window. I think we've look, done that at times. Look, look, look. Okay, if you're running around and you've had that plastic on there for a month and it took you that, you know, and, and that's fine. But if you're running around and in that same car it. and it's been two years, come yeah, on, we, there's we, something yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. You need you need to change something, right? Come on, there's something wrong. That's that is correct. You know, and so many people wonder and many people wonder within the church why they're not prospering. You know, the people wonder why they're, why they're not prospering. Amen. And it's because they're not good stewards of the finances. They wonder why. Why are we never why are we never getting ahead? Why are we never making it? And it's because they're mishandling their finances and may maybe may not even be realizing that they're mishandling their finances. You know, maybe they're skipping tithes and they're not tithing all the time. Well, then that then you know you're you're you it, you're gonna put yourself in a hurt box because the tithe is the Lord's. We went over a whole True. thing on that. Amen. Amen. So you know, but hey, listen, if you do it on accident, hey, repent, get it right. The grace of the Lord is there. The Come mercy on, of the Lord the is Lord. there. Thank Here's you, Jesus. Here's the thing. You know what? And let me say this. I want to add this. If you're jumping onto these videos and, and you're hearing some things here that are bringing conviction into your heart, look, all you have to do is align yourself today and That's just right. repent. That's and right. God will start with you right Absolutely. where you're at. Absolutely. And he will bless you. He will increase you. Come on. He's not looking back here. The moment you repent and ask for forgiveness, your sins are washed away completely and totally. That's right. 
right. of those things That's prior right. to. But once you've received that knowledge, now you have to align to that truth and begin to uh, move forward in that. Amen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why I can say as you align yourself to the word, as you align yourself to these principles, I'm telling you 2021 will be your greatest year. And 2021 will be your greatest we year of that. increase Amen. in Jesus' Amen. mighty we name. That over you you as the triumphant church are not going down, you are going up. Come on. Our kingdom is the heavenly kingdom. Our kingdom has not moved one bit. Our on, king it. is Amen. still seated upon the throne. We still have the victory. Come on. It doesn't matter who's seated <clears throat> in the presidency. What matters is King Jesus That's is right. still Amen. on the throne. Amen. We sow into the kingdom and we see the power and presence of our God moving Amen. forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you guys, I want to take a minute. If you haven't shared the broadcast, please um, take a moment and share the broadcast. Amen. Help us to get the word out. Hallelujah. And let others learn too. Amen. They may be in financial bondage, and not even know how to get out, amen, and these teachings could benefit them. So please uh, make sure and share. So again, going back to, you know, stewardship and people not understanding why they're not prospering, it's because they're not handling the finances well, amen. And of course, we know according, again, to Matthew 25, verse 29, it says that if you're not a good steward, what you have will even be taken away from you. Mm -hmm. What you have will be taken away from you. The little that you have will be even taken away from you and given to someone else. Amen? So it's imperative that we're being good stewards. On the flip side, what does bad stewardship look like? Because so, sometimes people are like, well, what, is the, what does that mean? What, what, what does bad stewardship look like? You know, bad stewardship looks like not tithing, eating your seed, um, spend, or spending your tithe and offering. You know, we went over that in Malachi 3.8. The, the Lord's or God says that you rob him when you do that. Um, you know, stealing finances, um, stealing from maybe stealing from somebody or, you know, even look, even within the church, stealing finances. You know, you wouldn't believe it, but it's true. And I, I'm, I'm going to go there. You know, that that it would blow you away. People steal finances in the church. You know, we, there's been people, secretaries who steal finances from the church. There's been pastors who steal finances, you know, from others in the church you know and then they wonder why their churches are always struggling or not prospering is because they're actually taking the finances and and they're and they're putting themselves under a curse amen so um you know even uh, un, unjust scales or the bible calls them dishonest scales in proverbs 11 1 and you're welcome actually let's go there proverbs 11 1 let's do it Proverbs 11.1, 1, the Bible calls it dishonest scales. Amen. Ecclesiastes, Proverbs. Proverbs 11.1. 1. So, and you're, if somebody wants to punch that in there for me too, that would be honest. Honest, that would be that would amazing. Be. I actually said what I was reading. Okay, so Proverbs 11.1 1 says dishonest scales are an abomination, you guys. An abomination to the Lord. But a just weight is his delight. What does that mean? That means like dishonest handlings, okay? So, um, for example, selling a car that you know was busted and that's not going to last long to somebody's as good. You're saying, no, 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 the car's good. It's good. It's going to last you. It's, you know, the thing runs cherry. It's good. And then, you know, after the person buys it a week later, the engine blow. And you knew that was going to happen, but you sold it to them as good. Amen. For more than it was worth. So that's dishonest scales. That's dishonest handlings. You know, the Lord doesn't like that. He calls that abominations. When you're Thanks, dealing, David. Thank you, David. When you're dealing with the money in this way, um, you know, you're, you're, you're being a bad steward of the finances. Maybe, you know, there's even in Proverbs 20, verse 14. Think about that, though. That's, you know what? And that, a lot of people do that, stuff like a that. A lot of people do stuff like that. I know. I we've, mean, we've had people do stuff like that. We have. <laughs> You know what? Even you know my uh, old past, uh, my old pastor, pastor, pastor Patrick Divine. Love him. Yes, amazing he, uh, man of God. He uh, he used to tell me, "You always do the right thing, no matter what." That's right. Even to your own hurt. Yes. No matter what, you always do the right thing, even to your own hurt, because it's the right thing. That's right. And that's the thing with this on a scales. Is you you don't do the right thing. Right, you're being dishonest. You're being dishonest. And you're dealing. And, 
And that comes across the board. That, right. that comes in giving people advice. That right. comes in, uh, uh, you know, also selling things. Or that is exactly integrity. what I was going to say, David. Come on, David. Dealing with, with your finances and with everything in, in integrity. integrity and in excellence. Come on. Do whatever is right. That's and right, And that's Jeanette. the thing. You have to get that into your spirit. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? You do the right thing because it's the right thing no matter what the cost is. That's absolutely correct. Period. Across the board. So, you know, so, and, and, and that's kind of... And that's finances. And that's heavy. That's spiritual. Everything. That's every. That goes across the board. That's everything. Thanks for bringing that up because that's intense. It is. That's an intense... The Lord calls it an abomination. It's in... Wow. Say that again. He calls it an abomination. Dishonest scales are an abomination wow. to the Lord. He, Think he, about that. Yeah, he really dislikes Shh. them. And then you know, Proverbs 20, know, verse 14 actually says man, that, you I, well, know, I is could it, go off on that right there. Yeah, Proverbs 20, verse 14 actually wow. ties with that. It says, you know, it says the buyer says, it's no good, it's no good, and then turns around and boasts about his purchase. So it's coming and, and looking at Ooh. somebody and saying, oh, what you have is, no, that's that's not worth that. Let's lower, that's not good, that's junk. That's not, that's junk. And you're trying to finagle people into lower prices when it, you when you know it's really, the value is really more. What scripture is that? Proverbs 20, verse 14. 14. Let's go there, guys. And, and you know, you know the value is more, but you're trying to talk them down. Amen. That's right, Jeanette. First, do no harm. That's a that's a rule, she said, Come that on. they went by. So you, 20, 20 verse 14. Verse but then 14. goes around and you, you buy it and you know it's of more value, but you finagled the person down and then you go and boast and look at the deal I got on this. Look how cheap I got this. Look, it ties with that. It is evil, evil, cries the buyer. Man, it is no good, no good. That's right. But when he when he's gone his way, then he boasts. He boasts about his purchase. Man, how many times? Look, just think about that for a second. Yeah. How many times do we in society, you know, society has taught us, you know, try to finagle to get the best deal. Mm -hmm. Try to, you know, talk them down. Try to, you know, do. Thanks, David. Thank you, David. Man, how society tells you to do that. That's right. You know, but God says just the opposite. That's right. Don't do that because it's dishonest and evil. Mm-hmm. Wow. So being, yeah, it's dishonest. You Just like David punched in earlier, integrity in every area, dealing your dealings with your finances specifically, because that's what we're talking about, has to be dealt with in integrity. You got to be integrous with your finances. Amen. You got to wow. be a person of integrity with your finances. You know, another another <clears throat> example of bad... That's a good scripture, Dana. Amen. That's a really good scripture. Amen. Another um, example of bad stewardship is sin, you guys. Is sin, sin, you know, but he, for example, using your finances to buy porn or to buy drugs or to buy alcohol, you know, you can't use the finances because again, like we said, the finances are the Lord's, amen. He's just entrusted them to us to be a good steward of them. They're actually his, but you know, when you're entering into sin, you can't expect to prosper. You can't expect the Lord to increase you if you're using the finances to buy wicked things like these. Amen. You know, you're buying, you're, you're buying wicked things that you're not going to increase. And I want you to punch this in. If somebody, you know, can punch this in for me, but I want you to say this with me. Everybody say this with me. Say sin. Sin. Is the mother <clears throat> of poverty. Wow. Sin is the mother of poverty. Sin is the mother of poverty. If you're constantly uh, struggling, if you're wow. constantly and feel like you're in a, a poverty, then you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to ask the Lord, is there an area of sin in my life? Amen. Because sin is the mother of poverty and sin will keep you in poverty. Because here's the thing, even though we're talk, we're touching on attributes of the finances, ultimately you, you can't expect to live an unholy lifestyle and for the Lord to prosper prosper you. You as as people of covenant, we have to live in integrity. We have to live consecrated unto the Lord. We have to live holy consecrated lifestyles unto the Lord. Amen. Amen, David. So, you know, we're not going to increase when we're not living consecrated, holy lifestyles. When we're spending the finances on, you know, on wicked things like I just mentioned, like porn, drugs, alcohol, 
whatever the case is you 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 put you fill in the blank you know if it's sin you fill in the blank so that's good david so you know it's it's you you have to be consecrated that's the foundation for everything that's the foundation for prosperity in the kingdom is first of all obeying the covenant commandments and the second thing which is is probably the most important above all is living a holy consecrated lifestyle to the lord that is the foundation to prosperity in in the kingdom that is the foundation to prosperity and finances and to prosperity across the board amen is living a holy consecrated lifestyle so again sin is the mother of poverty and you can't have you can't be in sin knowingly and expect to prosper your dealings must be in integrity amen wow that is so so good you know i I mean i could sit on those two verses for a minute for a minute yeah, you, you can. Know, because the world trains you to be a certain way. Amen. And you think you're doing the right thing by trying to get the best deal or things like that. Amen. But the reality is, now I don't think there's anything wrong with getting the best deal. But, you know, when you're when you're trying to hustle people. Yes, there's a difference. Getting a deal is not a bad <laughs> thing. It's when you know that the thing you're trying to obtain is of more value and maybe you know it has more value and maybe the seller doesn't understand the value and you're taking advantage of them when you're taking advantage of them that's when it's wrong when you that's when you're like, knowingly taking advantage remember that uh, what was that that we bought that one time we bought something and then we ended up reselling it remember for like three times is what it was worth and then we ended up calling the people back and then offering them. And they were like, no, 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 but offered them money. Remember? I don't at all. Oh. I have no clue what I you're even talking about. I guess that might have just been me. Maybe, because I don't even remember anything you're talking about. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But listen, you guys, this is why we're teaching these <clears throat> things. These are all things that we've learned. This is the things that the Lord has spoken to us about that we're still learning, that we're still, you know, applying daily, that we're still practicing, that we're still, you know, meditating on and trying to get these solidified make sure that they're solid, solid in our hearts. Amen. Because because of the vision that the Lord has given us, because of, of what he has placed in our heart to do, we have to have a solid foundation in integrity, amen, and, uh, and consecration and covenant and obedience in order to increase and prosper, in order to do what the Lord has called us to do. Because, you know, we want to make sure that our hearts are pure before the Lord. We want to make sure that we keep a pure heart before the Lord so he can continue to increase us, so he can continue continue to prosper us in every area so we can fulfill what he's called us to fulfill. Amen. And it's the same thing with you. You know, we're still learning these things too. But uh, the thing is, I've been studying these things out and it's been probably... Studying, showing yourself approved. That's right. A workman not lacking. That's right. The Bible says, study to show yourself a workman approved, not lacking, rightly dividing the word. Amen. And, you know, it's been probably about a year that I've been really studying these things and going back and forth in between my studies to finances because I will... Well, because we were sitting, we were sitting in some of these stories that we were talking about. It's because it comes from a place of experience. Lord, what are we doing? Okay, Lord, where are we missing it? Okay, Jesus, show us what what we need to adjust. Show us what we need to change. Show us how you want us to do the finances, Lord. Because obviously we're not doing them your way, Lord. So show us how to do the finances your way, Jesus. And And guess what? He does. He starts to show you. Amen. So here we are as teaching you, amen, some of the things Hallelujah. that we've learned and that we're still learning. Hallelujah. So, but not not many people are teaching on this. And it's an important, important thing, as you saw through the whole parable that we read in Matthew. There are rewards to stewardship. And there's either a good reward or there's a bad reward. And I believe that each and every one of you on this broadcast is going to be a partaker of the good reward. That the Lord is going to come to you and he's going to say, Well done, good and faithful steward. Enter thou into the joy of thy, of thy Lord. Amen. Come and celebrate with your master because when the master comes back, he's going to find you a faithful steward. Amen. He's going to find you faithful in all that he's entrusted to you and he's going to see that you've multiplied it. Amen. Now, and we're all to multiply and bear fruit according to the word. <clears throat> so let me tie this in. 
So Jesus says, on my return, will I truly find faith upon the earth? Come on. So in order for us to connect financially in accordance to the word of God, right. we have to believe what he has spoken yes. is true. Yes. Come on. So we have to have faith and trust in him that what he has said is the truth of, of everything. Right. And we trust in it. We apply it because we believe it. Right. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So listen, you guys. So, so proper stewardship of finances is faith alive. As a matter of fact, it's faith in action, as James says. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you tell me you're about your faith. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I'll show you by my faith. Amen. So listen, you guys, we're all to, we're all called to multiply. Hallelujah. We're all called to to multiply what has been entrusted to us. We're all called to bear Come fruit, on. according to uh, John chapter fifteen. You gotta bear fruit. Amen. We even see in Luke that you know the the parable, well, not the parable, the story of the fig tree. You know because it wasn't bearing fruit, God cursed it to never bear fruit again. Amen. But I believe all of you guys, all of you guys are good trees that bear good fruit amen you're gonna bear fruit that lasts amen Hallelujah. and that you are gonna multiply what God has entrusted to you amen so that when he comes back you're gonna be able to say look Jesus look at what I did with what you've given Hallelujah. me amen look at look at the souls I've won for you look at how I've increased the finances look at how I how I've multiplied by sowing into your kingdom amen look at what I've done father I believe that's going to be each and every one of you. Amen. So I just I just speak that over you. I speak it. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Amen. We, yes, the Lord. Bible says in Job, you speak, uh, you declare a word and it shall be, speak a word and it shall be established or declare a thing and it shall be established. So we just declare that over you and we believe that it's going to be established over you. Hallelujah. As you lay hold of these things, as you get them in your heart. Amen. But listen, you know, as far as, as prospering, we talked about the foundation being covenant or one of the foundations being covenant and living consecrated. And yes. if you're not in covenant with the Lord, if you don't know Jesus, amen, these things don't apply to you. Um, because according to the word, you're already under a curse. But listen, I just want to, I, I just want to tell you that, you know, Jesus, amen, is the best thing that'll ever happen to you see he Come lived on. and died and do rose on the third day according to the word of god amen and he died for your sins hallelujah he died for you amen so he died to cleanse you of sin amen and then of course like i said he, he rose on the third day hallelujah so he can live and dwell in you so if you don't know jesus we want to invite you amen to our best friend the lover of our Come soul on. the lover of your soul jesus. jesus amen if you want to know jesus we want to invite you to do that now Sage, do you want to lead us in yeah person? i can do that so listen galatians three thirteen says this jesus became a curse for us right yes jesus everybody who hungeth on a tree is cursed jesus became the curse in our stead he became what we were and we become what he is amen so <clears throat> as we, the word also says, whomever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Be <clears throat> saved. Amen. So right now, as we call upon the name of the Lord, I thank you that we shall be yes, saved. That's right. And you believe Amen. in your heart that he was raised on the third day. You will be saved 100%. Come on. I was in a cell many years ago and I called on the name of Jesus and he came into that cell and he radically transformed and changed on. me. That's right. One encounter with the king will change your life life forever. Amen. Maybe you're on here or on the replay. Come on. And and you're like, you know what? I need Jesus. I need a higher level of Jesus. Come on. I need him in my heart. And if that's you, I want to say pray, a prayer with you and for you right now. Yes, There's one prayer that fits all. Hallelujah. So let's do that right now. Hallelujah together. Say this with me. Who Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Set me free. I believe. 
I believe. Say it again. I believe. I believe. That you were risen from the dead. That you are risen from the dead. And that you and that you are coming back for me again. And that you are coming back for me again. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. Shh. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. Now say this out loud. Say, I am saved. I am saved. I am born again. I am born again. And I am forgiven. And I am forgiven. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you guys, if you prayed that prayer, please, at the header of this email, send us an email. It says, if you prayed with us to receive <clears throat> Jesus, and then the email address. Send us an email or send us a message on Messenger. We want to connect with you. We want to get some yes. information into your hand. And um, We just, um, again, encourage you guys, please share the broadcast. Let others um, enjoy this word and learn. Amen. So we love you guys. We bless you. Um, you know, this is not where we're teaching. Amen. We're teaching these things. So this is not our normal fire and preach, which Sage is going to come back with that, right? You're going to start right. you start going to preach in some days. Right. <laughs> right. Um, listen, you guys, again, if you're on the big island or in the area of Ocean View, we are going to be, um, we're going to be Mokahana Sis. Yeah, send us an email, truthandfireministries um, at gmail.com. Amen. So we're going to be in Ocean View this Sunday. Service starts Hallelujah. at um, 945. <clears throat> and listen, you guys. We are expectant. We are excited for what the Lord is going to do. If you're in the area, please come um, and come and see what the Lord is going to do in your life. Bring your friends, bring your family. If you know anybody who's sick or needs healing, bring them. Amen. Because the Hallelujah. Lord will heal them. Hallelujah. So please be sure and share the broadcast. Um, and if you're in the area of Ocean View this Sunday, we would love to see you. Amen. And we will be making a post for that or sharing a post um, for that. So you have the address so you can get there. It's on Ginger Blossom Lane. We'll post. So make sure you look for that on the page. But make sure that you share the broadcast. We love you guys. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye, guys. <laughs>